Yeah, I'm, I'm still, I still work out every day and I'm still ready for that call. But at, in the meantime, I got to have some money in my pocket. So I got to right. do what I got to do. I never gave up that dream yet. I ain't closed the chapter on that book yet. Welcome to another episode of From the Sidelines with Chanel Starling. And this episode is super special because I have my first podcast guest, one of the best point guards in Connecticut, and one of the most elite ball handlers I have ever seen in the game of basketball. Don't at me. East Hartford High legend Anthony Dernigan joins the show. We talk about how he got into basketball, what's next for him, and some of his favorite pro-am experiences and he shares his top five point guards in the league right now i promise you don't want to miss it so let's get to it hello and welcome to another episode of from the sidelines with chanel starling i am your host chanel starling and today i have the legend himself my first podcast guest anthony jernigan some of you may know him as youngest in charge or hard to guard but he's on the show today joining us how did you come up with those names so basically uh when i was making an uh, instagram a few years ago i was like i had actually had a couple different names but when i had came up with a too hard to guard a few of my friends was like actually too hard to guard three um a few of my friends was like that one that one was pretty good so that stuck what pretty. were the other ones the other know. ones i had like i had like a bunch of different like sport names. i had basketball names i had what was the lebron movie i had like oh uh, um uh the sport jeez like, i know what you're talking about uh it was the more very, than just a game no right right no no it wasn't that one right. but it i know was, what you're it was about. more than a, yeah it was like more than a game three uh, oh yeah, yeah more than a game more than a game <laughs> It was like maybe like sick with it three. That was my oh, my yeah. Facebook name. Yeah, oh, okay, that, was my, right. that was my Facebook name. Yeah, so I came over too hard to guard and like a lot of people was like yeah, uh, like people my friends and stuff like that was like that was that was That's pretty lit. good. One. Yeah, that was a good one. So how did you come up with youngest in charge? Well, I don't know if you came up with that one. Youngest in charge? No, I didn't come up with that one. Youngest in charge basically came from the pro am the summer league. I was like the youngest player playing in the pro am. At one point, I was like the youngest player, and like I was I was like I was playing pretty good. And uh, for Candyland, and like basically the announcer, I don't know if it was Pete, Shaq, Chewy, one of them like came up with it. They was like, they, like they just started calling me youngest in charge, and it just stuck ever since I was like from eighth grade. It just stuck. It was from eighth grade. Yeah, you were playing grade. a pro in eighth grade. Yeah, eighth day about like fourteen years old. Yep. Playing, oh, like, you were in eighth grade. You yeah, were playing eighth grade with... years old. I played. I got in the game at, in eighth grade years old, and I was playing. Like I played. I was playing minutes. How did you get into basketball? How long have you been playing? I've been playing. I would probably say, like, really since, like, four or five years old. I mean, like, it was, like, it was hard for me not to play. I was, like, born into it. Born into a basketball family. Everybody basically played basketball. It was no other way. It was no way I couldn't get into it. Did you have any or did you feel any pressure playing basketball because you come from a family of basketball? Or was it just something that it came naturally? Or did you feel like, I have to be good at this because my family is good at basketball? Honestly, I never even thought about I had to be good because my family. Like, it was, like, literally, like, natural. It was natural. I just, I was just playing. Like I would always go. To, I would be at since I had older brothers and cousins that played that was older than me. So I'll always be at some type of practice, some kind of game. So I was like at a young age. So it was like it just came natural. It was never like no pressure involved with it. So out of all, so out of all your family members who play, yeah. who do you think like you see a lot of your game in? Who? I would have to say I, honestly, like a lot of like most of my family members, they we like we known for like the journey is basically known for like the way we could dribble the ball. So I feel like 
if I had to say somebody, I'll, have, I'll say like two of my brothers, uh, Mook and Duck. The way we like, the way we could dribble the ball. I feel like my combination is like those two. Okay, so growing up, being the youngest, what was it like watching them play basketball? Like, how was that lifestyle? Basically, growing up, I, I think I was a little too young to really remember. Like my oldest brother, Kibi. I don't even know if I was born honestly when he was playing uh, Mook. I think I, my father brought me to a couple games that I really don't remember. But so Duck, he was at when he went to Buckley. I, I remember those times. Like, I was traveling around with the team. I would be on, the, like, the bus, um, like, going to games. Like, I was, like, really involved with them the whole time. So that was, like, that was, that was good for me. I thought it was fun. Like, I would like I would come home from school. Like, I would, if I was getting in trouble, I would, I would be thinking about it. It's like, my mom was like, you'll be like, you're not going to the practice. Like, you're not going to the that's practice. That's your punishment. Like, yeah, that's my punishment. <laughs> like, you're not going to the practice. You know what I mean? When I was, like, young, that's, that's all I was worried about going home after I get in trouble. Like, damn, I ain't going to be able to go to the practice today. I ain't going to be able to go to the game. So so then, once you got to East Hartford High, because you are an East Hartford High legend. You are. Appreciate that. How was your experience there? It was, like, it was crazy. Like, that was, like, it was, like, a long, a long process, like, coming, because, like, I remember when being in like sixth or seventh grade. I remember just just like walking in the street. It's hard for like once I moved out there, like walking the street, and then like the high school coach would like just pull up on me somewhere. And at that time, like being in like sixth, seventh grade, to see the high school head coach just pull up on me and and talk to me, like it was like it was like it felt like crazy at the time. Being so young, like he trying to like recruit you, like make not, sure you're not going nowhere else. Not really recruit me, <laughs> but like just talking to me, like let me know, like like in a couple years, like you, yeah. like, you know what I mean, you gonna be like so. It was like so once I once I actually got there. Like I used to go to all the games, like seventh grade. Me and some of the guys from that I went to, because I, I went to East Harbor Middle, so we used to always go to East Harbor High games, see like uh, Wiggins stuff like that, see them guys play. So I was, I used to be like so excited to get, so excited to get to high school. And when I got there, it was like it was a bunch of hype. When I got to ninth, like ninth grade, me yeah. coming in, it was like a bunch of hype. <laughs> like what do you mean? Like it was a bunch of like hype. it was a bunch of like what is he gonna do? Like people think like I don't know. It's just you know how that go. Like when you, yeah, when you, they feel like it's a good player coming in. Ninth grade. Like, oh, is he going to bring him to the championship? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah all yeah. that type of stuff. You know what I mean? So, it was a lot of pressure on me. But, I like, once I hit, once I, like, I was, like, nervous. But once I hit the court, it was, like, it was, like, nothing to me. I feel like I had been through that situation before. Like, I feel like I was, I've been here before. Like, you know what I mean? Even though I was in ninth grade, but I was, like, I've been playing against older guys my whole life. Really. Right. So, it was, like, it was really nothing to me. Do you remember your first game at East Harford High? I do remember my first For game. For real? I do Walk me through my, it. I do. Like, my first game, I remember, like, we played, uh, it was at East Harford High. We played against Maloney. Uh, they had just came, I don't know, the, the year before, I think they won a championship. Yeah, no, they won a championship, actually. They won a championship the year before I got there. So ninth grade, they coming in the first game of the season. I know it was gonna be a packed crowd. Uh, I knew a lot of people was gonna come out to see me because it was like an article before the season and mm-hmm. stuff like that, like a freshman coming. So I knew it was, it was like gonna be like a lot of like surrounding whatever. And uh, like the first play of the game, I remember like all day, all day through all day in school, like I was like real nervous. <laughs> like game really tonight, like it's really head now. First play of the game, uh, I hit. A, I remember I came down the court first off the tip off. I hit a three. First play. First play of the game, I hit a three, <laughs> and I was like the rest. Like I was like, ah, I'm good. Like I'm like I, this is nothing. Like I and I remember that was that was a good game. We ended up losing that game by like I think we lost by three. Dang, you remember that? I remember that. I remember why that. do you know? Like I, why? How do you remember that? I remember like I, a lot of the game. Most of the games I played in, I, I almost remember like I, I remember a lot of it. If almost all the games I played, I, I remember most of the stuff that happened in the game. Honestly. Uh, okay, so so take me back to when the news got out that you were leaving East Harper High. I remember that. Like yeah. I remember like finding out and i was just like oh my gosh like i can't believe he's leaving i feel like the entire like state was on 
like fire. Everyone was just like so shocked. They like weren't upset. They weren't like happy. But it was just like they were just like really shocked. Take me through like the decision to leave East Hartford High because this was what you were a junior. I was a junior. Yeah, the end of my junior year. So basically, like oh, the end of your junior year. The end of my junior year. Oh, so you already played. I already played my junior. I already played three years. Yep. Um. So basically, like the end of uh, my end of my junior year. I had I still played AAU that year and during my AAU well first off my end of my junior year the last game of the season the head coach Menard he had he's like he let us know that he was resigning he was taking another job mm-hmm. and so like immediately like my thoughts was like all right like he's leaving like I don't know who we might be bringing in and then I just kind of had like a conversation with a couple people him also um, just a couple people like I did most of the things that I want to do at East Harbor High. Outside of winning the championship, like I, I scored a thousand points, I was all state my junior year, all conference all them years. So it was come like, on accolades. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not that we going for those, but it, yeah. I mean, but it I mean, it, it right. It helps. So you know, I was like for my senior year, we had a bunch of the guys that basically I grew up with once I moved to East Hartford. The guys I grew up with playing with, they were all really seniors. So it was like it had to make a decision whether I wanted to just come back and just have a good senior year or go and challenge myself and play like a, a higher level of like with prep school, challenge myself with grades and and like on the court basketball. We just made a I, it was a, like a tough decision. It came out because I was really like I, I, I was real close with um with the coach that they had, they was bringing in oh. um yeah Ella Boy. So like I was like it was a tough decision for me. It was like the last day of school. He probably thought it was about to be lit. Yeah it's, yeah 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 <laughs> like we, we about to make it happen. But it was like the last day. It was like the day before school. Like I had knew it like maybe like a week, but I just say like, I didn't know how to tell him. Yeah. So it was like a day before school. He's like Yo, I remember I remember like being with him. He's like you ready for school tomorrow? You getting ready for school tomorrow? I'm like. I had to tell him like, "Yo, coach." This like, is like this is the day before school like starts. Day before, like a day or two before school starts. Okay. He's like, "Yeah, like you ready for school to start?" Tomorrow? He already had the yeah. game plan ready. You ready for school to start tomorrow? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, coach, like, I right, like now nah, it's too close. I'm like, all right, coach, like, I'm, like I'm headed, I'm going to South Kent. Like I'm, not, I'm going to a prep school. Like you know what I mean? I just now uh, one of my AU coaches, Wayne Simone, helped me, uh, help me, help me get into there. So I was like, yeah, I'm just, I'm headed, uh, I'm gonna go to South Kent. I feel like it's like the best decision for me. I don't think he was too happy with me, but he, he supported me. Yeah. And um, so I just, yeah, for my senior year, I played at South Kent Prep School. So how was your experience there? And like, well, just how was your experience there? Um, my experience, it was like real different in school and, and basketball. It was like, I will say it was, it was both different. Because like coming from coming from East Harbor High, I feel like the, the, just the work, the education, I wasn't doing too much. I was like, I was getting by, but I wasn't doing too much. And once I got to prep school, it was like, it was like the first two days. It was like the first day of school. It was like, you got a 10 page essay. Dude. Like, I'm like, I'm like, what? What, am I, what did I get myself yeah. into? And then basketball, it was like, it was good. We had a lot. We had a lot. It was like a whole bunch of competitions. It was a bunch of players that was all going to like really uh, major schools, yeah. which I wanted to put myself a part of. Uh, that's which was one of the biggest reasons I went there. And I think I did well, but it just, it just, uh. I don't know. I just think I don't think it worked out for the best for me. You don't think so? I don't think so. I I, I feel like um, I don't know. Honestly, I just think it, it just didn't work out. I just I don't know why. If would you do it differently? Like, I, think I, did, I think I think I did well on the court, but right. just in uh, school wise, I just it was a, it was a big struggle for me school wise, and then basketball wise, it was it could have been better, but it could have been worse. You know what I mean? Would you choose to do it differently? Like, if you had the chance to, like, go back and, like, make that decision, would you still go there? Or would do you think you would stay? Um, honestly, like, people ask me this. Like, oh, I get, I get these questions all the really? time from people who know, like, 
what happened. But honestly, I feel like I feel like basketball, like I feel like it made me a better player. Like playing against some guys, I feel like it made me I feel like I really had nothing to gain. Like playing if I would stay that high. Yeah, I feel like I was. I feel like if I could do it over again, honestly, I probably would have. I probably would have just stayed at East Harbor High. Really? Yeah, I probably would have just stayed. Honestly. So how did the process of like finding a school, was it easier going to South Kent? As far as what? Like as far as like the process of having scouts come. Like, oh, you man, know, I mean, I uh-huh. mean, scouts like at going to South Kent. It was like it was felt like every day from we got from preseason. Uh, before even regular season started, like preseason, we had it was coaches in my our gym every day just watching us play pickup. We had mm-hmm. like people from like we had Coach K in our gym. We had we had Coach Calipari. We had Coach Rick Patino. We had uh, Jim Calhoun. We had everybody. Like but like if you could think of like big time yeah. coaches, we had they was in our gym. That's why I did, like so I like going to a prep school like that. It was it was, I feel like it was like a, a better opportunity for me to go to a big time school. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know it didn't work. It don't work out. It's, it's that's the gamble you take sometimes. So. So do you think there's any way to kind of like make that process easier or make it because there are a lot of great basketball players that come from Connecticut like that can be in the league like because Connecticut is so small and like we don't have that exposure here that it makes it hard and now these players when they're in middle school they got to make the decisions of like where I'm going um high school at all right when I'm in high school what I'm gonna do there like you know what I mean like it's stuff that they really shouldn't be worrying about in like middle school so like do you think there's a way to I don't know make that better or is it just it's just because where we are like it just is what it is I mean don't get it twisted like (laughs) um yeah like tech like places like Texas those type of places compared to uh, CT is yeah. they definitely get more exposure. Like you know what I mean. CT is like I think we definitely overlook. We got a lot of great players here, but we don't get as much uh, as much exposure as uh, like uh, some other cities or states. But that's just what it is what it is. Is there a way to help the people coming? And another thing that you were saying, like as far as like the middle school players thinking they need to like oh let me see if I can use somebody's address so I can right. go right. to like Windsor or go to like you know it's what I mean? Because like a lot of the middle school players feel like they gotta like because they watch uh, social media is a huge like not yeah yeah so like you got they show stuff like seventh eighth graders doing all this crazy stuff you know what I mean they getting all this exposure so every every middle school player is not taking basketball the same way like everybody feels like they got to be doing a certain thing at a certain point like you know what I mean but just just play basketball and everything will work out for itself at the end of the day like you can't base your life on something that you see on social media okay so let's talk about pro-am which is like one of my favorite things that like Connecticut offers what is that like playing like against sometimes it's NBA players what is that experience like as far as pro-am um so sometimes uh, the problem is like is like a real fun experience. It's like a lot of it's like a lot of basketball players. If you're from Connecticut, you you look forward like most of the players. You look forward to it at the at the some in the summer every year because it's like you know it's gonna be a high level competition. Um, it's gonna be a good crowd. You know you're just gonna be able to put on the show in front of the the city. You know what I mean? So it's just always a great experience and everybody look forward to it for sure. So you always play for Camlin except for the this past summer. Right, that was correct. The, right, correct. Um, but so how did that start? As far as like Cambyland, the team, like how did it assemble? Well, uh, Cambyland is, is is how it sounds. Uh, Marcus Camby, right, you know, right. he um, he started us. He he been sponsoring us for over twenty years, and uh, every year we, you know, I mean, we compete and try to get a championship to bring back not only to the city but to you know the honor him. You know, we we been there a few times. We just have we we haven't we wasn't ever to get over the hump. We just we just a little short every time we got believe, there. I can't believe y'all never won a championship. I thought that y'all did. Yeah, we've been there three, four, about about four times, 
and you know every time we get there it's like so what like what happens we get there it's like people bring out every team we we didn't got there against they didn't bring out people from you know that we we never seen all, all year yeah you know i mean we ain't making no excuses here it is what it is but we we gonna show up to play but um it's it's like people bring people that haven't been there all year and you know it just makes it a little different but we just haven't been together, that's not huh? wait that's isn't that against the rules though I mean, no? there ain't no rules in the pro Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's the pro, true. The pro that's is true. a showcase that's that, that's trying to bring people up. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Why y'all ain't getting no pro players? Nah, we ain't doing that. We don't like need that, that right? We get there, we, we going to show up what we had all year, and we going we gonna to play and see what it is. That's crazy. So how was it playing this year? Because I know you didn't play for Cambrian, but you you still played. Yeah, um, I played. Yeah, this year, this year the pro am. Um, it was a little different for me because I like for the first time I played on a different team. Right. Just because Cambrian, we didn't we didn't get a team for a certain, uh you know for whatever right. reason. So I played. I played, and it was uh it's crazy because this year uh, I actually won it. We won the championship this KD. year. KD. KD. <laughs> nah, no KD. <laughs> I ain't doing. I ain't doing. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Yeah, there's no KD, but yeah. We, so how I, is it different? Like, because Cambrian is more of like a family thing. Like you're playing with like your brothers, your cousins. Like it's most of the time it's like this family. Yeah, most of the time that's what right. it, that's what it was based off. Basically. Right. That's what so it was like, based off. how different was it? Like playing. I'm sure you like knew who you were playing with. Like y'all were like cool. But I mean, yeah. How different is that? It's 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 real different, especially for the pro am. It's a whole different feeling. Like like playing in other leagues and other certain leagues I play in. I play with a bunch of different players. I I never usually play with like like family and stuff like that. Right. But in the prime this year, we I played with a bunch of different guys that was that was none of my family and stuff like that. But mm-hmm. it was uh, it was a good time. I had fun and I was, like we wanted to win it bad because I never I've been there a few times right. four about four times, but I never won it. So when I got there this time, I really wanted to win it for sure. So how was that winning it? Like when, did it, how did it feel? Winning it was great. Like it ended my summer perfect because right. it's like I want I didn't want every basically. I didn't want most of the leagues I didn't play. I just couldn't never win a pro am. So once I right. won a pro am, it was like, all right, I'm I'm good. I didn't want I didn't want every league basically. So like, what would you say like your favorite pro am moment was? Moment like uh, ever. Uh, honestly, pro am I would have to say like ha- having a really good game playing against like Kimba. That's so funny. Yeah. Because I was waiting for you to answer it because I didn't think you were going to say it. Yeah. Because I was like, can I tell you what my favorite poem yeah. moment was? Yeah. That's my favorite poem yeah. moment. Yeah. Going back to it, think about it. Like playing against Kimball was like, it was like, uh, it was like, it was it was a great experience. That was so, and you were like, y'all were going like at yeah, it. Yeah, we were going at That's it. That's why yeah. it was good. Yeah. And he was like, and every, like, every step of the way, he was like, like he was like rooting for me while he play, while playing against, while competing. And he was like, yo, like telling me like, that's like, that's a great move or that's, that's great defense or that's like, yo, keep going. Like he was just, he was yeah. like, he was, he was, he was a real good dude for real. So. I remember that game. Yeah. Cause I was like. Yeah, that was one game. He, he, yeah, that was a game. We was going at it. He, he, yeah, he was putting on the show. We was putting on the show for sure. No, that, that was like one of the best, yeah, like, yeah. I think that was one of the best like pro am moments and that was a that was a year that was the summer uh because you you kind of had won it that year that's your favorite pro am moment do you have a favorite basketball moment favorite moment i would have to say i would say like when i was like a freshman in high school playing against like a, a powerhouse like like in connecticut like weaver mm-hmm. um i remember i was a freshman i had 31 they had like Oof. like they had like a big time players like you know what i mean very popular in the state like tyrone gardner you know chase moreland stuff like that so i feel like when i was a freshman i had 31 against them and it was it was a good experience we had one we had one they had just came off a, a state championship too and it's so crazy because like I was doing my little research yep. and I found this article and it's from 2008 and it says Jernigan provides heroics in overtime. Do you know what I'm talking about? Jernigan provides heroics in overtime. Uh, 
I, mean, I, I can tell you what it's like, but I want to see if you know. Jernigan provides heroics in overtime. Was I want not against New Britain? Nope. Um, at overtime. See, I usually remember stuff like this. Let me just, I'm, I'll tell you. It was against Glassenberry, and it was overtime. It, you weren't that great from the free throw line. Right. And then overtime. I had a couple free throws. Four seconds left in overtime, yep. and you hit them, and then y'all won. Okay. 67, 65. Do you, you remember oh, that? Oh, wow. Yeah, I definitely remember that? Remember, yeah, yeah, I definitely remember that. I was that. looking, and I was like, let me click this. Yeah, yeah I definitely remember that. And I saw that. it, and I was like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I definitely remember that. How was that game? It was a back and forth game. Like that was my freshman year. You said two thousand eight. Yeah, so and no. it was the um, it was the Central Connecticut Conference North opener. So it was like Conference the first season, game. First yeah, game yeah, yeah. yeah, I remember that. Yep, I mean, it was at East Harbor High. I remember that. Yep, Rasmary had a real good team. Like they had like a lot of like upperclassmen. They had like a lot of seniors, stuff like juniors, stuff like that. And they played they they played me physically that game. But that, yeah, I was able to get. I think I made a move to the basket, got fouled, and in overtime, and I was able to hit knock down some free throws. Look at and won the game. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right, so I know that earlier we were talking about you growing up and watching your brothers play, but now you have nephews that have watched you play. So, like, let's get into, like, your oldest nephew, JJ, who was great at East Hartford High. How did it feel, like, watching him play at the same school that you were at? Uh, yeah, watching JJ play at East Hartford High was, like, surreal for me because, like, going back to – like, I'll always go back – just because that's my alumni, I'll always go back to check it out, to watch some games when I got a chance. But going back to see my nephew play, like, who's, like – who's I've been babysitting since he was four years old. Yeah. Who, who would – I would bring to practice with me to East Hartford High every – like, you know what I mean? Every Saturday and stuff like that. It was, like, surreal for me to go watch him play. It was, like – it's crazy to see how much he's grown and how fast he's grown. So it was, it was crazy for me to see him out there. Does your other nephew play? Or as his brother? His brother, yeah, Jay Sean, yeah. Jay, How old is he? Jay Sean is uh, 12 years old. And he plays basketball. Does he like it? Like, that's going to be his, he's going to go to high school and, like, play it? Like, that's going to be his sport? Yeah, I think he, yeah, Jay, yeah, Jay Sean is tough. He's definitely, really? yeah. Y'all like breed good basketball players. Yeah. Like, how does that happen? Is it just in the blood, or y'all? It's just because they're just around it. They don't have a choice, really, because they're around it. So yeah, it was like, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's just like me. How I was coming up, yeah. all my brothers were around it. They was always, I always make sure, I, like, I always kept them, kept them around it. So like, they always, they always been around basketball too. So they, they kind of grown up, but they had no choice. They just follow suit. So I know, like earlier, I was saying as far as like Connecticut, like basketball players that come from Connecticut, like how do we get them to the next level? But now you have like family, right. your nephews that are trying to like get to the next level. Like, right. how do we break the cycle of you know just playing in high school and actually getting to the next level? Whether that's like a Division One, right. whether it's NBA, whether it's overseas, how do we like, break the cycle of just playing in high school? Because y'all are really good, right? So like, there's no reason why you know like you shouldn't be playing or like even some like your brother shouldn't be playing. Like, so how do we make sure like when you have a child like the the cycle is broken what what's the disconnect there right honestly i just think it's it started at an early age for us like we 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 so involved in we so involved in sports that it becomes like like the only thing we really care about so as you grow up it's like it's like we just focus on just playing doing what we got to do to play basketball like we not really like we not really focus on a, on the school part we just doing what we can to be able to to be able to play so right. basically if that's if that's happening at 1.7 we right on the edge we we gonna have a 1.7 we ain't gonna right. have a 2.5 we can 
We uh, in the division one school. They don't want yeah, one place. Yeah, right. right, right. You gonna be right. good to get through high school. Right. But, you know what I mean, you gonna be good. But after that, then what you got after high school? Which you, you know what I mean, you gonna be, it's gonna be a fight. And that's why I just try to tell my nephews and my cousins and my young cousins that like, yeah, you gonna be able to get through high school, but in college, like, it's it's hard. It's harder. It's just hard. It's like it's gonna be a fight once you gotta go through that. I just got to go through that process. So it's not like a exposure thing or a skill thing. It's just a, like making sure we get you get the grades first, and then like you think the grades is like the the main thing that's stopping stopping us from yeah. yeah. I, I feel like uh, from advancing. Yeah, I feel like that's a big part of it. Exposure already in Connecticut is already not that much exposure. Right. But but I feel like yeah, the grade part is once you got to go through that. Like once you got to go through the not saying you can't, but once you got to go through the. The route when you ain't got the you ain't got the the high scores and you ain't got the right. the, the grades. It's not hard. It's not impossible. It just it just makes it a lot tougher, more difficult. So, so how do we like get that better? Like how do we get them to focus started, on? I think it started at an early age. I think it started from from the jump. Like you want to play basketball, you want to do this, whatever sport you want to play. You want to play football. You want to play any kind of sport. I think you gotta like we gotta set. You gotta have this. You gotta have certain. You gotta be to a certain level to be able to play. Right. It's not like even a, if you the just, school, even yeah. if the school don't hold you to that, then yeah. I feel like you, like you as like yeah, you know I mean, family or parents, you need to have. We gotta hold them to that. So what what do you think is like next for you, as far as is basketball like an afterthought or like what's What's next? That's another question I get every every <laughs> any time I'm somewhere every time I'm out. Uh, like even when I play basketball, everywhere anywhere I go play basketball, people is like, "Yo, hi, why aren't you playing? Like, how are, how aren't you still like playing somewhere at the pro level?" And it's just like it's just like I like I I never gave up that dream. Like basketball is what I do. Like I I love like you know what I mean that's what I do. Yeah. But um, it's like yeah, I'm I'm still I still work out every day and um, I'm still ready like any for that call. But at, in the meantime, I gotta I gotta put like I gotta I gotta have some money in my pocket so I gotta right. do what I gotta do. But I'm still waking. I'm still I never gave up that dream yet. I ain't I ain't closed the chapter on that book yet. So I'm just waiting. I I reached out to a few people. So are you trying to like do like overseas or? Yeah, I mean, overseas is that. Because what are the, like, what are the, for someone who doesn't really know what the options are, because some people just think that it's, it's college, NBA, NBA or that, nah, but it's like, well, nowadays, what are the options? nowadays, it's like, overseas is like, it's, it's, it's a big market, it's like, it's a lot, it's a lot out there, you could do, it's a lot of uh, places you could play basketball and, and make some money doing it outside, after college and stuff like that, it might, it, it don't have to be the NBA, it's, it's a whole bunch of leagues. That's what I tell a lot of the people. It ain't about like you got to make connections and try to like just talk to people as you go along through your journey because it ain't always it ain't about like what you know. It's about like who you know. That's with that's, everything. A yeah. lot of yeah, yeah, with everything. Yeah, for sure. So I just think making connections and building with people is 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 the uh, is the outlet right now. Like, have you actually like talked to people? Like, as far as like. I don't know, like coaches or like scouts. Like, do you keep in contact? Like, yeah, I talked to a few. I really? talked to a few. Yeah, sure. yeah I just talked. I talked to a few coaches and just just agents. Like a lot of people, like tell you, just like a lot of the agents I talked to. Um, this told me like to you got to go to like camps and stuff like that right. and expose yourself and. Like I always been like skeptical of those camps because I always feel like it's more of like a money thing with those camps. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like they already like they be knowing who they want at a time, but exactly. you can't. But it, like. Um, I think it's just a money making thing, but you can't really think like that if you're really trying to make it. Like I, I, I kinda feel like that. Like I don't know, like you can't really think like you just gotta go and just take opportunities sometimes. You gotta take risks. That's like making it big. Sometimes you gotta take some risks. So LeBron James, year seventeen. Yeah. And he's like I don't believe what I'm watching when crazy. I like watch him. It's crazy. Crazy. Do you think that he's gonna win a ring with the Lakers? Do you think it's possible? I'm gonna be honest, I hope so. Um, I hope so. I just think like LeBron, like people, people won't really like recognize like 
like his his story and everything he's like everything he's done until he's like he's like really gone like you know what i mean like right. it's 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 cliche to say yeah but like once he's really gone you're gonna really understand like this man what, what he did like it's just crazy so to see what he doing in year 17 it's just it's insane why do you so why wait why do you think like people don't do you you don't think we appreciate him now i don't think people appreciate him now i think people like i think he he has he yeah he is a lot of people that love him but it's also a lot of people that hate him and i just think the, the people that hate him will realize how, like how good he was for us to watching the the enjoyment and excitement he brought us um the greatness that he brought us we ain't gonna understand that till he's you know he's gone and not playing in the nba you know what i mean you're gonna miss that for sure so you said you hope that he gets the ring but I, do you think that it's likely i mean i think it's definitely a chance i mean it's not like it's not like written on a raw wall but i think he got a big chance so do you have them going to the finals this year man it's gonna be tough uh because Kawhi know. is like yeah them Clippers is, them yeah. Clippers is, them, <laughs> I think them Clippers is gonna be hard I think it's gonna be hard to beat the Clippers in, in four games just because of what they could do defensively but I think um, I think Lakers and, and Clippers is, is just a, a match that's gonna happen you think that's the Western Conference champion yeah absolutely so who do you have coming out the East uh, the East I would have to say I feel I just don't trust Philly I, I just honestly I don't trust Philly I don't trust Philly um, I, I I'm gonna go either I'm gonna go either the Celtics or the Bucks. Why do you say the Bucks? The Bucks. Yeah. I think uh, Giannis is just a, a monster, and um, yeah, his stat line the other he's night a monster. was like yeah. crazy. He's insane. Yeah, he's a he's a monster. And then you say the Celtics. The Celtics. Yeah, I just think they got a lot of pieces who can. I think they could they could get them over the hump, and then they got Kemba. They uh, do. Kemba. Kemba is. I think yeah. they're rolling. I think he fits perfectly he with fits them, perfect. and I think it's crazy because like the Celtics with. Kyrie Irving mm-hmm. versus the Celtics with Kemba. Right. It's two completely different teams. I mean, they definitely completely the same. But that's crazy because Kyrie, like, you would say he's better. Right. Right? So right. it's just like, right. what's, what is it that's making Kemba fit so well with the Celtics, you think? Right. I just think Kyrie is, is definitely more talented. Right. I just think Kemba, he just more, he just bring more joy to the team. Right. I he makes you want to play. Yeah, he makes you want to play. He makes you feel like, you know what I mean? He's just more joyful what, uh, opposed to Kyrie, who was like more so just like, I won't say about himself, but more so like not about the team as much as Kemba is. Right. Yeah. It's team first with Kemba. Right. And with Kyrie, Kyrie is like. Right. Kemba just really just wants to win. Right. When Kyrie, uh, opposed to Kyrie. I won't say he want to, he don't want to win, but Kyrie is. Yeah, he kind of wants to Kyrie. like win his way. Right. Okay. So those are like two popular point guards. So. Right. Who would you say your top five point guards in the league are right now in order? Top five in order? Yeah, don't don't cheat and be like no order. Wow. Like in I want order. Top five. Best. Yeah, so, uh, like, so from I'm least start. to greatest. Uh okay. Honestly, right now, I'm gonna be honest with you, top five. Uh fifth, I'm a I'm gonna put Luca. Okay. I'm gonna put Luca. I don't care. I mean, I don't like. I, <laughs> nah, I don't care. No, nah, I don't care. But and he's not a traditional like not the traditional point guard. I right. love it. I'm gonna say Luca. Um. I just think he's he's dominating the league he right is, now. Yeah. He's dominating. I I can't really like. I think he's top five to me right now. Okay. Um, and then I'm gonna go. I'm a I flip flop with Damian Westbrook. So who's so da- who is Damian Lillard for? And Westbrook ah. is three or Damian Lillard is three. Westbrook ah. is four. I'm go, uh, That's a yeah. I, I'll go. I'll go Westbrook. Okay. I'll, I'll go. I'll go Dame. I'll go Dame. <laughs> wow. I'll go Dame. Okay. I'll go Dame four. I'm gonna go Westbrook. He's three. He's three. Okay. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Kyrie Curry. Why Curry over Kyrie? Uh, I just think Sorry. Curry. I just think uh, uh, I'm a huge fan of uh, Kyrie. I think he's like really good. But I just mm-hmm. think Curry just he just changed the game. He just makes it very difficult to cover him. Like it's just like you can't really prepare for him. And so 
That's why I, I think I'll go. Uh, it's it's a close it's close to me with them two. So, but I I think I'll go Curry over Kyrie right now. He's out for probably not 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 the rest of the season, but he's out for a good amount of time. We got Clay out. Right. Um, now Delo's out. Right. Do you think like the Warriors, this whole Warriors dynasty is over, or are we not believing in the hype of it not being over? It's hard for me to say the Warriors dynasty is over, like. Cause I, I know how great uh, Steph Curry is with also with like Klay Thompson and stuff like that. But I, I, I truly, I actually truly believe that like it's like their run, like being so dominant, is like oh it's, it's over for sure. For sure. Yeah. Why do you why do you think that? I just think so. I just think it's I think they they had a good run. They had a good like five or six year span. I just think it's it's just time for somebody else. They're not saying they're not gonna be good, but I just don't right. think they'll be dom- as dominant as they was. So you don't think? Do you they'll think- never be the? I don't think they'll ever be like really like the clear. Cut favorite. Right. Okay, so right. you don't think okay that's different. So you don't think they'll be the clear cut favorite, but so do you still think like Steph Curry can still get a ring? Steph Curry? Yeah. Like, do you think he'll like? You're not saying like it's gonna be a thing where yeah, like we, in the beginning start, of the when season when you start the season you like yeah, yeah the Warriors gonna be in the championship. Right. Warriors versus somebody done. else. Yeah, that's done. Okay, that's but done. as far as like them winning, the winning, I'm not saying this. In, uh, I don't know where they they might come up with. They, it's right. possible. It's possible. Since the Warriors isn't the best, isn't the best team anymore, who? Would you say the best team in the NBA is the best team right now? Well, the Lakers got the best record, I believe, fifteen and two. Yeah, if I am mistaken, I don't necessarily know if they're the best team, but I think they they playing the best basketball right now. Okay, but I think I, I think I don't think you could count the Clippers out. I think the Clippers are so loaded that once they finally start gelling and once they hit their stride, I think it's going to be they they'll be a tough team. Because I, I think that I mean I like the Lakers, but. I just think that Anthony Davis is going to get hurt. I don't think that they're going to stay healthy. And the way that the Clippers are moving, as far as this load management thing, they are not playing any game. Right, right. With Kawhi and this load management thing, like, do you think it's too much? Because I can speak from a bystander and someone who watches and someone who talks about it, but I don't know what competitive basketball does to your body. Right. I mean, like, you do. You know what it's like. So do you think that the load management, is it too much? Are the Clippers being Um, unfair? I don't know. It's tough. It's like them them dudes, they play a lot of basketball right. and I, I can understand that because like I, I think I play a lot of basketball so a lot of times I'll be like I need like I gotta take some <laughs> breaks and stuff like that so I can understand it but like at the same time them dudes they, they getting paid millions of dollars exactly. to, play, to play basketball people are paying thousands of dollars and traveling thousands of miles to come see these people so I think like it's a little a little too much for do them to just be able to sit him you you pay to play that's what you pay to do you pay right. to play right do you think if it's you're not hurt or injured exactly I think you or it's like We'll play like a half or right, something like right, right. Get a people give something. them something, right, right. Like they pay, right, 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 right. Exactly, because right. like, I don't even know. Like, if I wanted to see it, like, let's say I wanted to see Kemba, right. I don't know if I could. I don't know. Like, I gotta look at the schedule. Okay, right. let me make sure it's. Let me make sure you not play. Right, right. And then it could playoffs. be, and then it could be like a game time decision, and then like exactly you, get to, yeah, you don't know up in the air. So I think. Yeah, and the reason why people pay so much is because it's. Kawhi, or right. because it's right. LeBron. Because it's them big names, so it's right. The, so that's... Right. They want to see them big names play, for sure. Most valuable player. Who is the most valuable player? Most valuable player? Yes. I got... Uh, I say James Harden is putting up big numbers, but I think LeBron... He's Lucas putting the big numbers too, but I would I would yes. I would go I would lean towards LeBron right now honestly just because he got the, the best record in the NBA and he's he's the re- like he's a huge reason why he's right. not the only reason why but he's like a big part of the reason he got big he been having big games. So do you think it's gonna come down to Bron, James Harden, and Luca? Is that safe to say? I mean that's what it's looking like right now. Yeah. Right now. Right. But I think ultimately it comes down to who who's who's winning. 
You think so? Yeah. Which isn't fair. So I think so I think Luca's having a great season, but if this team not winning much during the But year, I feel like he's that's why I like hate the whole MVP thing. Right. Because it's like really not most right. valuable. Because right. yeah, LeBron James is valuable, but he also let's not like he also has Anthony Davis. Right. Like right. let's not he, he got cool. Right. Like, you right. know, he has people playing. So right. if you take him off the Lakers, they probably won't have this record. Right. But they're not gonna be right. trash. But if you take Luca off the Mavericks, yeah, the Mavericks that's true. are not you that's know true. what I mean? That's true. Like if you take James Harden off the Rockets, right. they have Russ now. That's true. It's not fair. Like right. I don't. They, I think they do it by like what's the best. Right. Like, I what's think the ultimate, best story? Right. It, it comes down to who who has honestly is the best. Is basically the best player on a best team. I don't right. think it's like they not gonna give it to the best player on a on a team that's not so good. No matter what the record is. Exactly. Right. So who who do you think has been the most impressive so far? The, who's been the most impressive? Yeah. Player. Yeah. Um. Player in. I'm gonna say Luca. Luca, okay. I'm, yeah, I'm gonna say Luca because I just I just didn't expect these type of numbers. He's he was up. good last year. I, tw- good I, I tweeted that he was gonna be MVP, but I said it last year. Right. I said he's gonna be MVP last right. year, but I knew he was gonna be good. Right. And everybody was like, "Oh, it's too much dip on your chip." Like and James and, Harden and, is yeah. is is like putting up insane numbers, but I just feel like you you kind of you grow to expect this kind of from James Harden at this point. But that's not fair, right? It's not because it's that's fair what they then. did to LeBron right. James. Right, right, exactly what he did. That's why. Yep, exactly what this one. But it's like I'm just, I'm just like not. At this point, I'm just expecting James Harden to put a right. number down. If he don't, he's expected he to. can have 35, and I'm like, yo, he had a bad game. He takes like yeah, 60 he, shots. He takes a lot of shots. He and do. he gets like 60 he's, points, and it's like, well, I would hope so. Right, like, yeah, yeah. He's very ball dominant. I'll say that. He will. He definitely ball dominant. And to have him and Russell Westbrook play, yeah. I mean, it's beyond that's why. Me. That's why I'm just not so sure how, it is, how much this is going to work out. So speaking of like new teams and working out, do you think Carmelo Anthony and the Blazers is that a thing or is it like we wow. just hype? Don't be rude because you know I love Melo, so right. let's um, Mello, let's think I, about I, I it. I really I like Melo too, but I, I really hope it works out for him. I just don't I I don't know. I just don't. I feel like he's like he's so easy to blame right now. Like you know what I mean? Like I feel like like anything anything that go wrong is gonna, gonna be so be his, it's gonna, it's gonna be so easy fault. to blame Melo right now. So it's, it ain't even about what Melo doing. It's like it's like his image now. Like you know what I mean? Like it's his, his persona and what people think of him. But it ain't even like basketball wise. He everybody know Melo can play basketball. It's not it's not about the court. It's just he's very easy to blame. Whatever the 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 media did to him or I know whatever they put on him. Like it's like it's, it's very easy to blame Melo. So I wouldn't be surprised if, if things start going up, being a little rocky and they start Melo start being the the culprit of that. You know what I mean? Dang. Yeah, that just made me sad because I didn't think about that. Yeah. If it goes bad, yeah, it doesn't matter going, what it is. Right, it like, don't matter what it is. It's easy to be like, oh yeah, man, it's that. It's, it's mellow. Yeah. yeah, it's easy. He got it. He got a his rep. It's not. It's not. That's degraded. not fair. It's not at all. So, um, who do you think is the most impressive? So, Luca is the most impressive player. Who do you think is has been the most impressive team so far? No, the Lakers. The way they, oh, the, the the Lakers and the Miami Heat. The Miami Heat is jealous. Oh. Yeah, the Miami Heat is. I, I, I like I, Tyler Harrow. Yeah, Tyler Harrow. I like him. Yeah, I like him too. He's very confident. Um, I just think the Miami Heat because they like nobody really expecting nothing yeah. much for them. But they, it's early. It's still early. But I'm, I'm just I'm impressed with them the way they've been able to pull out wins. Just, obviously, the Lakers gelling so quick with all these bunch of new That's players. True. They got they return I think like a couple players from yeah. Last, so they they gelling quick. Mm. They all took a good start. That's true. I didn't think that you were going to say Miami. Because yeah. they've been real, like, slept Yeah, on. they've been real slept on. But they got Tyler like, Hero, too. Tyler Hero's tough. He might be trying to get that little... He might try sneaking in for a year, yeah. He's going to sneak. But, like, yeah. we all know, like... He's going to sneak. But John, John Moran, Moran got a big, gonna, like, bigger name. He, yeah, it's going it's to I be, hate that the bigger names always win. I mean, yeah. even though John Moran actually has been... Yeah, really dominant, good. He's actually really. been dominating, yeah. so... 
Okay, so now we're gonna switch gears a little bit and we're gonna have our hot takes only segment. So basically what I'm gonna do, I'm gonna fire off some questions, some discussion topics, and you have to give hot takes only. Sure. That's the only thing we're accepting. Okay. Okay? Yep. All right, so first, does Russell Westbrook ever win a ring? He doesn't. <laughs> I'm sorry, you were so serious. Why not? I just, I just don't I just don't see it coming from honestly, it. I just don't think his style of play and I'm not saying he's not really good. I just don't think his style of play will win it will win a lot of regular season games and stuff like that and he gonna get accolades, but I just don't see him winning the playoffs, winning the championship, honestly. Okay. Um, who's the most overhyped college basketball team this year? Um, I would have to say Kentucky. As much as I, I, I usually like Kentucky, but I think they're just overhyped. What do you think is overhyped about them? Uh, just their players in general. I just yeah. think they're. I think people went based on the type of recruitment that Calipari usually bring in. Like he usually bring in the top, at least top three class, top three or four classes. And I think he did, but I just think they, they're a little overrated. Okay. Who is the best player in the NBA right now? Um, I'm going with LeBron. Okay. Like, that's it. It's not even, you have to think about it. It's LeBron. I mean, it's like, close. Like, not Kawhi. I mean, it's close. Who was it close to? I mean, it's close. I mean, you got people that's close to him. Kawhi, you got Giannis, you got... You would put Giannis in the best player? Like, you would put him Absolutely. in that talk? Absolutely. Why would you do that? Absolutely. I think I'm... Giannis I mean, is, I'm not saying he's not, but I'm just... He's I just, dominant. He's, he's, he plays both ends. He's I think he's he's definitely in that conversation for oh. sure. Um, Last shot. Who takes it? Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, or Kawhi Leonard? Who are you letting take wow. it? Wow. I'm not going to lie. This is tough. Kyrie is super clutch. Kawhi has been clutch as of late, and, Ky- and Kevin Durant has been clutch a lot in most of his career. So, uh... I'm going to go, wow. <laughs> I'm like wow. waiting to see who you could going to say. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. This is tough. I'm going to be honest with you. This is tough. I think I'm going to go I'm gonna go Kevin Durant because I just feel like okay. he get a shot at any given time. Like, no, it doesn't even matter. I thought you were going to say I, I, think, I think he could get his shot at any time. All right. Who's more of a threat, the Clippers or the Lakers? Um, I think the clip. Ah, uh, I think the Clippers is a, is a scarier playoff team. It's because of because they set defense. They could get in half court the way they can play. The way they could defend. Although the Lakers are defending right now, but I think Paul George and Kawhi Leonard could turn it up to a different level once they get to playoff half court basketball. Um, and the best player in college basketball right now. The best player in college basketball. Uh, honestly, I haven't really watched too much college basketball, but um, from the games I have watched early on, I would say um. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Anthony Edwards or or yeah. Miles Powell. Yep, I would say yeah. Anthony Edwards, yeah. or I would say Cole Anthony. Yeah, Cole Anthony is really good. But I don't think he's the best player in the college you basketball. Don't think so? No, I think he's good. I don't think he's a. I won't say he's the best player. I okay. just think um the other guys got like a I think Miles Powell like far as his he got like a senior like chip on him he's like man these young boys or like no these dudes ain't better than me in the country like you know what I mean and Anthony Edwards I think he got like a, a complete package. Okay, I'm gonna add like a bonus question. What team do you think is like secretly going to make some noise? Um, Come like middle of the season. Secretly, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Western Conference, and I'm gonna go either. I'm gonna go to Nuggets, or I'm gonna go Portland. Mm. I'm gonna go Portland because I think if it works out, all works out for for Melo, and he could gel. They could get it gelling. I think they could make they could make a little noise. And why would you say the Nuggets? The Nuggets. I just think they got a lot of different. They got a lot of different pieces. They got Jokic. They got a lot. They got Murray. I, I, mean, lo- I think they got. They got. I don't know why I love Jamal Murray so much, yeah. but I just like his. Yeah. He got I don't like know a, he why. Got like a, he got like a different type of swag. Like a, he got like a. It's like a cocky, arrogant. Like, like I, I think know. I watched because I think I watched one game and yeah. he was like playing terrible. Yeah. And he just like kept like he kept he like, kept being, playing, like, man, like he yeah. kept playing. And you so, would like, never know he was playing bad, right? right? But then he made some like big shots and then. 
then after the game, yep. the reporter was like talking to him and was like, you know, so like what changed? You know, you weren't doing so well. And he was just like, shoot or shoot. Right. And I was like, right. that's facts. Right. That's fact. Okay, that was good. That was good. That, those were a lot of hot takes. So yeah, we're at the end of the podcast. So let everyone know where they can follow you, Twitter, all that. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Too Hard to Guard Three, um, and Instagram at Too Hard to Guard Three. Awesome. And also, you can follow me at on Twitter at the Coco Chanel, and then on Instagram at Chanel Starling. Also, this podcast will be available on Spotify, on SoundCloud, and also on Apple Podcasts. Go check that out.